Welcome to The Bad Dad Show, a podcast about being a bad dad, trying to be better, and trying to leave a positive mark on this world. I believe fulfillment can come from the four F's, faith, family, fun, and Fords. This week, I'm all by myself. Uh, let's get right to those four F's, shall we, before it gets too weird. Well, as usual, the first F we'll talk about is faith. And tonight I'm going to talk a little bit about church. Um, the Goodsons attend a United Methodist Church here in town. Um, and we love our church. We love our church community. Uh, we love worshiping. And uh, before I get too far in, I kind of wanted to talk about um, what is the purpose of church? because uh, there's many different reasons to go to church, I guess. There's probably nearly as many different reasons as there are people who sit in the pew. Some people will go to church to learn something from the pastor. Some people will go to church because they don't, they're looking for something and they don't know what it is, and maybe they think they'll find it there. Some people go to church for... Um, social reasons, fellowship reasons. Uh, some people go for support. Um, some people go just to be seen. Some people go to get something. Um, but I feel like that uh, we go there to give something. So um, when I show up to church or to worship on Sunday morning, um, I go there to praise God and to thank Him for all of the amazing things He's done for me. Um, and church is just one of those responses where we go in, we uh, praise God, we worship God, and um, we get a good lesson and we leave refreshed, ready to go out into the world um, for another week. Uh, so that's that's my philosophy in short, anyway. So this past Sunday was a great example of how things went. And if you really wanted to do that, you can go to the church's website and watch our worship service from Sunday. They're online, and I will put the link on my Facebook page for The Bad Dad Show because I don't know what it is off the top of my head, and I'm too lazy to look it up while I'm sitting here talking. Anyway, uh, the worship was great. Um, full disclosure, I'm one of the worship leaders in the band, so um, of course my opinion is the music's always great. Uh, we, but um, our leader picked some great songs this week, but one in particular really stood out as, I don't know, God showed up in the middle of the Holy Spirit showed up in the middle. I don't know what happened, but we, we've we only played this song a few times, and um, when we rehearsed it Wednesday night, it was okay, and when we rehearsed it Sunday morning before worship service began, it was okay, and then something happened about the middle of that song, and, and the uh, Holy Spirit showed up, and you could um, feel it within the worship band and then you could see it kind of wash over the congregation 
uh, in the progress. And by the time we were done with it, I felt like everybody was kind of singing it at the top of our lungs. Uh, and it was very touching and uh, just an amazing experience. And um, some people would say church isn't about the experience. And most of the time I would agree. But every now and then I feel like the Holy Spirit shows up and puts something in our heart and makes us appreciate something more deeply than maybe maybe we normally would. And we learn something from that. So um, <clears throat> I felt very good about that. And then... When that was all over, Pastor Brian um, had a great sermon, a great teaching about prayer. And um, I really like Pastor Brian. I think he does a great job. I'm going to try to get him on the show to talk about some things. He's had a, a very interesting life and some great experiences, which I'm sure he'll be glad to share with us. Um, but... He talked about some of the things and the reasons and the the ways that people can and should pray and how they shouldn't pray. And um, in the middle of the sermon, we all got up and walked out, not because we were offended, but because we were given post-it notes to take to somewhere else in the church and pray over it. So some people went and prayed over the nursery some people went and prayed over the kitchen. Some people went and prayed over the youth room. Some people went and prayed over the office where the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, where the secretary is. Some people prayed over Pastor Brian's office. Um, some of us went and prayed at the youth minister's office. It was really, really cool thing. So we all took a couple of minutes, left the sanctuary, um, which felt weird, but it felt awesome at the same time and went and prayed for something that we each felt strongly about. Uh, then we came back together and finished out the worship service with communion, which was, as always, touching. Um, I feel like that's a great thing. I wish we did it more often, but um, I guess when I make my own church, we'll do it every time we do anything. So stay tuned. The Church of Andy will be coming later than sooner. Um, but anyway, uh, that's kind of a short little take on what I think about church and, uh, just left there refreshed and, um, really feeling optimistic about things and, um, just having a better faith life. So that's about all I have for the first F this week was church, which does not start with an F, but. What the heck? It's my podcast. I'll do what I want. The second F we always talk about is family. Well, this week we've had a plethora of things to do with our family. Um, we had football games, camping, swim meets, all of the many, many great things that can happen. So Friday night <clears throat> was our first football game with a high schooler in band. So our son Turner had his debut in the marching band. Um, they played excellent for their first time out on the field. Um, I was very proud of them and of him. 
thought everything went super duper well. Um, our littlest one had cheerleading with the Mighty Mites football team, which I missed because it was too hot and sunny at the football stadium at one o'clock in the afternoon or noon, whatever time it was. So I snuck off to the woods with my dad to go camping, which might make me a bad dad that might have to go into a later segment. Anyway, uh, speaking of camping, we have a 30 acres on top of a mountain that we call Razorback Ridge. And my dad and I stayed out there Saturday or Sunday night, stayed out there um, part of the afternoon, Saturday and all of Sunday and spent the night there. And we had a good time. We got a lot of stuff done out there. We've got some clearing to do. We're trying to make it a place where we can just go get away, hang up the hammock, put a tent up, or eventually have a bunkhouse out there and just get away, cook over an open flame, freeze to death in the wintertime, sweat to death in the summertime, and pick ticks off of us until eternity. Um, so anyway... We got some work done. We moved a bunch of rocks. We moved a bunch of wood. We cut some stuff up. We did, you know, manly things in the woods. We smelled terrible. We sweated. We got dirty. Um, and relieved ourselves in the woods, which is always fun. Um, but the funny thing was my dad um, has back trouble and he's been having some issues just getting comfortable and sleeping and all sorts of good stuff. So I took a huge tent. I took two cots so that nobody would have to sleep on the floor. I gave him the tall cot so he wouldn't have to get down low. And about four o'clock in the morning, I'm guessing, um, by the way, neither of us slept that night. I, I don't know if it was the crickets and the tree frogs were too loud or, the cot just wasn't comfortable. I don't know, but I didn't sleep very much at all, if any. And about four o'clock, he got up, went and stoked the fire, put some more wood on it. And um, he never came back to the tent. And so I thought, well, he's been having trouble sleeping. He's probably just doing stuff and he's going to sit around for a little bit. He'll either come back to the cot or he'll do something else. So anyway, about six o'clock in the morning, I wake up. He still hasn't come back. I go outside. I get into the ice chest. I grab the bacon and eggs, and I'm about to go sit by the fire and get something started so I can get breakfast cooked. And I look down at what appears to be a huge taco made out of a camouflaged tarp. And I realize the meat in the taco is my dad. So he had decided that the, the cot was not comfortable enough. So he went and laid on the rocky, very rocky ground next to the fire, wrapped himself up in a tarp. And when I got up to make breakfast, he was snoring like he hadn't slept a wink in 12 years. And this was the best night of sleep. So I had quite a bit of a chuckle there that, the cot wasn't good enough, but a tarp on the hot ground next to the fire was perfect. So maybe the huge rock the size of my laptop sticking in into his back was making him actually feel comfortable. I don't know. 
But anyway, we had lots to do. We we got to see some marching band. We got to see some cheerleaders and little bitty football players. And I got to see my first swim meet from high school. So we just got back from that, which I'm having a little bit of trouble with my voice tonight because I yelled like a madman for an hour and a half or two. Uh, we drove to Carthage to watch the Monette Cub swim team. Uh, they did a great job. I don't think we've seen the results of the swim meet yet, but I'm going to say we were up there in the at least the top six since there were, I think, six teams there. Uh, anyway, they did a great job. We got a great coach there, and I'm excited to see how that works this year. I think we'll be going to state again. And, oh, the other thing that happened this week was we got our family pictures in. Julie Lee did a fantastic job taking our pictures. Um, I was so excited to get those. I was trying to be patient and not ask, hey, where are our pictures? Because I knew she was taking her time picking through the probably thousand pictures that she and Matt and Grace took of us. So I was trying to be patient. And just when I was about to ask her, where the heck are my pictures? Because I couldn't stand it anymore. I got an email and I was at work and I started clicking through these pictures. And I kid you not, I was almost about to cry. I was getting a little misty. I can't help it because the way she captured my family literally made me think or realize what a lucky, blessed um, man I am. I sat there and looked at that and I realized I do not deserve these people that God has put in my life. But for some reason, he chose to do that. And it really just hit me in... Um, kind of a deep spot. But anyway, if you want to see those, they're on my Facebook page, my personal Facebook page. Uh, if you're not friends with me, well, I guess that's just too bad. You can try to friend me and I might let you see my pictures. But um, I realized my wife is way too hot for me and my children are way too beautiful for me. And I don't know what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. This little daughter who already has a boyfriend will probably drive me to some sort of very bad end as well as my super handsome intelligent boys so anyway i'm a lucky dude i can't believe the things that god's put in my life and i'm very happy about that and i'm very happy with the pictures and i got a picture of me with my mustang which was even better Well, fun is the third F, and apparently um, I need to add a P in there for proofreading because I keep quick little notes about things that I catch during the week, and I think, okay, I'll need to remember this, or this was funny, or this wasn't very funny, but it's something I should probably think about. And in family, I talked about pretty much everything I was going to talk about in fun, so I should have looked at my notes to make sure um, I had something to say. So... Uh, camping, marching band performances, my dad sleeping on a tarp, all that's good. But one of the funny things that happened um, <clears throat> at the camping trip was a funny thing and a not funny thing. 
But the funny thing was I've, I've had some cameras out there for a couple of weeks now. Um, Missouri has a rule right now where uh, they're combating or they're trying to prevent chronic wasting disease in the deer herd. So we are no longer allowed to feed animals or put uh, mineral blocks or anything that would cause deer to congregate. So I went and bought a deer feeder and a mineral block and some other things so that I could get the deer all into one place and take their picture so that I could kind of take an inventory or a census, whatever you want to call it, of who's on our property and what they look like and how many are there and, you know, just kind of get an idea of what's out there. So I went and bought all this stuff and then I was telling one of my coworkers about it and he's like, oh yeah, you can't do any of that. And I'm going, you're kidding me, right? I just spent like a hundred bucks at the store on all this stuff to, to feed so I can see what's out there. So I have a bunch of stuff in my garage that I can't use on my property. But anyway, I put some cameras out. I don't have anything to attract the deers to the camera. So it's just kind of been um, touch and go. I have a one picture of a head that's a doe, and I don't even know what how big her body is. All I have is her head. Um, but when I got there, I got kind of excited because one of my cameras had 15 or 20 pictures. The other one had 10 or 12 pictures on it and um, was pretty excited. So took my laptop out there, pulled the cards, started the laptop up, put the card in the slot, went to the correct folder. And the way this one works, for some reason, I have to copy the pictures from the card to the laptop and then I can view them and blah, 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 blah. So I'm like usually... 10 minutes into this process before I can even see a picture. It's really ridiculous and it's really kind of frustrating. But anyway, got all that stuff done and started clicking pictures. I've got this huge buck in like most of these pictures. Uh, and this buck looks a lot like me. Uh, in fact, it is me. So I have one picture of a deer and about 20 pictures of me checking the camera, me walking up to the camera, me walking away from the camera, me putting the camera back on the tree. So it was kind of silly and ridiculous. The other thing is I have somehow, um, through some mystery of chemistry that I don't really understand, um, provided my chainsaw with some less than perfect gas or something. So I have a brand new chainsaw that is the most infuriating thing to try to run. And I guess I'm going to have to take it back because when it, when you're in the traditional pose of a lumberjack with the saw turned sideways so you can cut a tree down, the saw stops. If you're in the traditional pose of a lumberjack who is cutting up firewood it is also stalls and barely works at all. However, if you hold it over your head vertically, it will run like you have never seen before. So I guess if I were to cut up only things that were above my head, this would be the perfect saw for me. But um, otherwise, it's pretty much useless. So um, I've got to figure that out. And I think it might have something to do with the gas. The guy at the 
the uh, hardware store that services them says if your uh, gasoline has any ethanol in it whatsoever, it will tend to heat up and cause condensation as it cools down. And the condensation gets caught in some screen that is an air inlet. And then when you hit the, the throttle and air starts coming through, it blocks the air stream from getting in and the chainsaw dies. I don't know if that's right or not, but I guess I have more work to do. Um, so that pretty much takes care of all the fun I've had. Um, I have had a lot of fun this week. I've, I actually had fun at church, which I know to some of us might seem a little bit weird, but I did. And it was awesome. And I recommend it. If you're going to church and you're not having any fun whatsoever, you might want to check yourself. I don't know. If it's either you, might be your church. I don't know, but church can be solemn. Church can be very serious, but it needs to be fun, too. God has a sense of humor. He gave us a sense of humor. It's good times. Ooh, this segment's going to be short. This is the Fords section. Um, Yeah, I got nothing. I haven't done anything. I've been a bad, bad boy. Um... The only real Ford news I have is I've been up to Razorback Ridge twice and not broken anything on the expedition. Usually if I go up there, I usually come back with a body part missing or not a body part, a body panel missing or dented or scratched or something else warped, bent and broken. But I was good this time. Nothing broke. Also... The only other Ford news I really have is I have some really good pictures of me and my family with my 15 Mustang. I still have some a little bit of work to do on the 66 before we can get pictures of that. Um, and we did not make it to the photo shoot with the 56 F100 like I thought we would. So we have another photo session scheduled for whenever I get my truck up and running. So... Good times with the Ford section. This week, we're going to add a new section. So, we've talked about the four F's of a good life, and now we're going to do a new segment that I'm going to call the Bad Dad segment. Um, The reason I named this podcast the Bad Dad anyway is because... I try to be a good dad, and sometimes I succeed. Uh, Many times I do not succeed. Um, And it's in those times when I do not succeed that I learn a lot about myself and about those around me and hopefully ways to better improve myself. So Sometimes I'm, I don't though. Sometimes I just realize I'm a bad dad and that I suck sometimes. Um, there was an instance this last week and for some reason I cannot remember where we were or what we were doing. All I can remember is that my middle child did not want to do what I asked him to do. And I, we argued about it for quite some time 
until the point where he said, I really don't want to do that. And I said, I really don't care what you want. <laughs> and left it at that and and got my way eventually. Um, which really doesn't sound all that bad until you really break it down um, and think about what that means from probably his perspective of, I really don't care what you want. Of course, I care what he wants. I want him to be happy and I want him to be successful. But when his wants and my wants uh, butt up against each other, I want mine to be had and not his. Um, and so the thing I learned about myself is, I really need to um, think about what I'm about to say, and if it sounds like I really don't care about fill in the blank, uh, then maybe I need to reword that. But um, yeah, you know, sometimes I say dumb stuff. I've said much worse than that to my kids, and maybe that'll be in another bad dad moment <laughs> at some point. Um, seems like there's been a couple of those moments this week, because sometimes... I'm just a bad dad. So this week you're not going to hear the, the fun little jazzy um, guitar piece at the end. I'm going to do something a little bit different this week. Today is September the 4th, 2018. I was supposed to do my show yesterday and I did not get around to doing it. September 3rd is the anniversary of our friend Jeremy Ostrowski's passing from cancer. Um, yesterday was nine years since we lost him. Um, Jeremy was an amazing guy, amazing friend. He had a sense of humor that was not unlike that of Michael Scott, to be exact, in many respects. So, um one of his favorite things and one of our favorite things was we would set him up with uh, great opportunities to say something to the effect of that's what she said, or I got your fill in the blank here, which was not really appropriate, but you know, it was funny. So it was totally worth it to us. Anyway, he and Sharon were great friends to us. Uh, and during his last fight with cancer um, that he unfortunately lost. Um, they were a great witness uh, to faith and um, we, it, we, we learned a lot from them as well about um, staying faithful to God and staying faith and believing in his promises when um, things are not going the way you would like for them to or that we've prayed for them to or um, just the way we all want our lives to go. Anyway, I'm going to end the segment with one of the songs that we um, that I wrote and recorded for him as kind of a tribute to him being gone. So, Jeremy, we love you and we miss you. We think about you all the time. I think about you nearly every day, and any opportunity I get to talk you up and keep your memory alive. I take it and will continue to do so.
my shackles and chains unseen Praying for someone to set you free Allow me to tell you I've heard your cries And watched you fighting And now it's time for you to dry your eyes well, I've come to let you know Tears in my eyes 